0: Greetings to those who watch below. And to all of you who celebrate out there, a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all have a fantastic day. To celebrate, let's be thankful for these Thanksgiving Paranormal Tales. But before we start, I'd also like to be thankful to those who dwell below, an exclusive channel membership that gets you shout outs at the start of every single video. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, MA Way, Julie B, Christina Groves, Chris BLK Chris, Canopsia, Tegan S, The Real CFED22, Tezos Keramaris, LT Punisher666, and a very special thank you to Jess Black Curtain, who has just hit her year anniversary as a member. Also, I'd be thankful if you guys were to hit that subscribe button and also the notification bell alongside it. Also, you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at brimstone underscore below and brimstone below horror channel. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Please read, in need of help. So, to preface this all, I do believe in ghosts. I've had a couple odd experiences in my life, but nothing like this. I'm a devout Christian and have strong faith, but this shook me to my core. Anyway, with all that out of the way, Let me begin. Two nights ago, on Thanksgiving, I'd just gotten back to my apartment after spending time with family. It was a great night, lots of food and laughter. I'm a college student and only live about 20 minutes from home, so the drive was easy. When I got back, I received a message from one of my ex-girlfriends about how she was in the area and that we should catch up. Given that we didn't end on bad terms, I agreed and thought it'd be nice to see one another. I'm a junior at college, and we hadn't seen one another for at least three years. She eventually shows up, and the first comment she makes is about how my apartment building seems to be haunted. This baffled me. Though I live in a very old building, it's incredibly modern, and in a beautiful downtown neighbourhood of my city. I've never had any outright spooky experiences. Time goes on and we're watching a show and talking on my couch. She keeps bringing up her paranormal experiences over the years and something seems a little off. She's very monotone, very unexcited and emotionless. Almost to the point that it's uncomfortable. She then says she recently went to a medium and wanted me to hear the audio recording of the whole conversation. She got her phone out and played an audiophile, where the medium is just talking to the other people in the group. Then my ex looks at me and says, this is the part she starts talking about you. I sat there puzzled, but the recording went on. The medium started describing me in pretty impressive detail. She called my jawline, cheekbone, as that's my most prominent feature. She talked about my hair type, skin colour, mannerisms, mentioned mistakes I'd made... Mentioned how our relationship ended. I was baffled, to say the least. That's when shit started to change. My ex looked at me and started telling me that she had recently been involved in a haunting so severe they ended up having the place cleansed. She told me she used to wake up being choked and saw shadowy figures on a daily basis following her and watching her. I nervously laughed and changed the subject. About ten minutes passed, and she struck up another conversation about school or something. I turned to look at her, and that's when I saw it. There was something behind her, about fifteen feet away. A head or something was looking at me from around the corner, clear as day. And what shook me is it didn't disappear when I looked at it. It didn't try and hide itself. It sat and looked at me for about five seconds and then hid itself around the corner. The face of whatever this thing was, was disgusting. If this description fits anything anyone has ever heard of, let me know. It had a circular head, with pale grey and wrinkled skin, black eyes with multiple rings around them in increasing size, no nose, and a slit for a mouth. The hallway it was in was my kitchen, and in order for it to be around the corner it was, it would have had to be sitting on top of my oven. She left 30 minutes later. I asked if she needed walking out and she said no. After I locked my apartment door, I was getting ready for bed and she texted me. She said she couldn't find her way out. I went into the hall and she was standing by the exit. When she saw me, she screamed and instantly laughed. It was a very weird experience. I'm not really afraid of much, but this horrified me. Why hasn't my classmate aged at all? I'm starting to wonder what's going on with the girl I went to school with. Something isn't right. I've known this girl for over 12 years and a few years ago, right after graduation, I heard she died. Well, later, someone else told me that was just a rumor that she was fine and living in Boston. Anyway, we were never close, but occasionally we sent messages back and forth on Facebook over the years. I noticed that around the time those rumors started about her dying, her pictures on Facebook never changed. She would sometimes change her profile picture to another one that was already saved on her profile, but never uploaded anything new. I went back to our town for Thanksgiving And ran into her while I was shopping downtown, and when I saw her, I was taken aback. She looked exactly the same as she had years ago, and she was even wearing an outfit that I remember seeing her in back then. At one point, she asked me to hold her soda while she looked for something in her purse, and when she handed it to me, I noticed her watch had stopped at 10.20. The clock on my phone said 4.30. Not even close. Anyway, I asked how her family was doing, because I had been friends with two of her brothers, but she got really quiet, like there was something she was holding back. She told me where she was living now, and we continued to talk and catch up. Later, I mentioned our encounter to a friend of mine, who had also known her from school, and he looked confused. He said that the apartment complex she had lived in had burned to the ground late last year, Curious to learn more about it, my friend said he looked up the company she said she worked at, but he said she was nowhere to be found in the company directory. There was no sign of her anywhere, except for an old mention of her in the archives a few years ago, which is when the death rumours started. There are too many things about this that don't add up. I just can't get over the fact that she hasn't aged. Not in the typical kind of Oh, she looks young for her age, kind of way. But in a way, that is almost creepy. Childhood Thanksgiving Paranormal Encounter This story is what got me into the paranormal. I was about 10. The year was around 2000. It was Thanksgiving. I live in South Mississippi, and for holidays, sometimes we go to see our extended family one town over, they have a big house, lots of land, and live out in the woods, and have smaller buildings around the main house, which were being used as storage mainly. When we arrived, my parents introduced me to a cousin of mine I had never met, named Zack. He was one year older than me, making him 11 at the time. We hit it off instantly, and we went upstairs to play Mario Kart on the snares. After an hour of that, we took to running around outside for a little bit, which led us to exploring the smaller buildings on the property. We come across one that could have been an apartment for someone. It had a small kitchen, refrigerator, TV and living room, and some workout machines on the first floor. It wasn't a big building at all. The upstairs consisted of two empty bedrooms and a very small hallway dividing them. The upstairs rooms were to the immediate left and right of the top of the stairs. Me and Zach went up there and found an empty room to the right, but the door on the left was closed. We went back to the first floor and fired up the TV so we could be away from all the adults for a while and were just hanging out. One of my uncles even came in to grab some frozen food from the freezer and told us to have fun and be safe. Roughly half an hour goes by when out of nowhere we hear a loud crash. It sounded like a car crash, or maybe something akin to a loud metal object falling through a house. However, it all seemed to be coming from upstairs. Naturally, we wondered what the hell was going on. We went up to the staircase to see what was up, and there he is, a neon green figure, similar to how the Flying Dutchman from Spongebob is depicted, transparent bright green, and he was staring over the railing. It was hanging halfway out of the previously locked door, staring at us. The door was cracked open now. Anyway, me and Zach both screamed bloody murder and ran back to the main house and told our parents, who laughed it off as kids being kids. I think someone even made the statement it could be a deceased cousin of ours that stayed over there at one point or another. To this day, my mother even brings it up sometimes because we both love the paranormal but it being so long ago, I'm sure my memories have distorted a little bit. However, the image of the green man sticking through a door and leering at me down a staircase and that loud crash will be with me forever. The Invisible Roommate I was talking to my mum while I was helping her make our Thanksgiving dinner, and the conversation got to the house she had just moved out of a couple of weeks ago. We all strongly believe that the house is haunted, though we believe the spirit or spirits to be benevolent, since he or she never did anything at all threatening, so we didn't really mind too much. In fact, we sometimes called them the invisible roommate that doesn't pay rent. I did hate going to the bathroom there, because there had been witnessed activity in the bathroom, so I always felt like there was something in there watching me pee. I personally was never there enough to witness anything, but a few nights where I'd sleep over, I had things go missing and turn up in places I never would have left them. My cell phone once ended up in the bathtub's built-in soap dish somehow, and I found one of my video games on top of the microwave, for example. I also tended to feel like I was being watched when I was alone in my sister's room or when I was in the back area of the basement and would not go in these places by myself. The first time anyone ever experienced anything was when my mom's boyfriend, I'll call him Stacy, had first bought the house and was fixing it up, who would often stop in unannounced to keep him company. He was busy painting a room when he saw someone walking up the stairs towards him. He assumed it was his friend, and started talking to him, but got no response, and quickly realised that he was alone. He called his friend, asking him where he went, but he wasn't even in the city at the time. The second time anyone experienced anything was my sister. Note, Stacy never told anyone about his experience before then, so we had no idea the house was potentially haunted. She was about to go to the bathroom before going out somewhere with my mum, when she saw what looked to her like Stacy walking into the bathroom. So she decided to wait. After a bit of a wait, my mum called to her, wondering what was taking her so long. And she told her that she was still waiting for the bathroom because her boyfriend was in there. It turned out he was asleep on the couch the entire time. My mum also brought a friend to the house who claimed to be psychic. I'm not sure if she was or not, but I do know she had an eerie ability to predict things, such as when she demonstrated an uncanny ability to predict when at least three of her friends were pregnant before even they knew. The second this woman set foot in the house, she turned to my mum and asked, Who else is here? Apparently, she felt the presence of a third person in the house, even though It was just the two of them. We had never mentioned anything to her about the house being haunted before then, so she had no forewarning. My sister would often feel her bed shaking for no real reason, and only her bed would be shaking. So it wasn't like there was a minor earthquake due to the neighbours' kids storming up the stairs or anything. It might be worth noting that the bed had previously belonged to a family friend who had committed suicide several years prior though we're not entirely sure that it was related as we think the haunt was there before she moved in with the bed. She also heard a creepy sound coming from a crawl space in her room that she described as sounding like a dying music box a few times. She dug through it and found a music box that she had owned inside a storage container and removed it from the crawl space, assuming that was the source of the sound. The sound still continued before stopping altogether a few months later. She's the only one who ever saw it. There was also a summer where bees kept mysteriously emerging from the wall around the crawl space. We looked and didn't find any nests or any holes to the outside, so we have no idea how they got in there. This stopped when we put duct tape over the crevices they were emerging from. After that, Stacy decided to take a tape recorder up to my sister's bedroom while he was home alone and tried to record himself asking a few questions. The tape is mostly just him talking to a seemingly empty room, but at one point, there was a woman's voice on the recording saying what sounded like funny. It wasn't a viable answer to any question he'd asked, so we have no idea what it meant. Our theory is that the spirit found it laughable that we would try to communicate with it. The reason this came up in our Thanksgiving conversation was because I mentioned to my mum that the house always felt like it was haunted, and my mum looked at me and said, It was. Did I tell you what happened the day we were moving out? Evidently, she saw a blur that she thought looked like my sister, rush past her up the steps and into the bathroom, and heard the towel rack swish and the bathroom door shut. She didn't think anything of it until she heard a noise in the kitchen. She assumed it was her boyfriend getting off work early and went downstairs to ask him something, only to find my sister in the kitchen. When she went back upstairs, the bathroom door was wide open again. We don't think it was trying to hurt us, but we're still glad to be out of that house. It was certainly creepy. Thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you really, really liked it, you can also leave a super thanks. So, until next time, sleep tight.